Welcome back to Alarm Vital, where we dive deep into mental health, spirituality, conscious living, and all things for the modern mystics. We're your hosts, Shelves and Mads, who crave divine discussions. But put away that maple syrup because we're not here to waffle. Let's dive straight into today's episode. Hello, my sweet loves, and welcome back to another episode of Alarm Vitel. So recently, I've been getting a few messages from people who are wanting to learn more about meditation. And I know that when you first look at meditation, it can be so overwhelming because there's so many different types and it can just be so confusing knowing where to start. But I want to start this episode by saying that everyone can meditate. Yep. And we wanted to create an episode which gives you an understanding and a bit of an overview of how to meditate, the different types of meditation, how to set up your sacred space and the effects of meditation plus so much more. (laughs) But before we dive straight in, um, let's just start with our go-tos and our one word. So Mad, do you want to start us off? Yes. So this week has... I mean, we are in Tuesday. You know that Shobs and I feel on Tuesdays, <laughs> but this this week already has just been so much better than the last. I am feeling much more motivated and revived. I honestly think it was the new moon um, because I'm a Leo. It was obviously mm-hmm. a Leo. It was in Leo season, so it really knocked me for a sixer. And usually the moons don't usually affect me that much, but that one, Got you. oh, my goodness, <laughs> I I couldn't function. It was like I went back into my little depresso hole. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, and I messaged Shelby like, help me. What's going on in the fucking moon world? What's happening with me? <laughs> it was so cute. She messaged me and she was like, I need my witchy mama. And I was like, your witchy mama's here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> that You remind me of – no, I'm not going to say it. Oh. No, because I get so sad. You know the little Madagascar, like I <laughs> – Oh, little mama. You know the, what's the little, it looks Is like it a rat. Julian? The little, yeah, yeah, King Julian. I don't even know how I remembered that. I think that's my dad's name and I was like, hey, Julian. <laughs> yeah, you remind me of King Julian in a good way. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What are we three minutes in and we're already like sidetracked to a little side story? <laughs> fucking Madagascar. Anyway, what I was saying was, I love that Shelby was like at my beck and call, like helping me. But now, literally, since it ended, I'm Reborn. on fire. I'm I'm back. Um, but my go-to. So I got this for my birthday, um, and I asked for it. It might be a funny little present to ask for. But next week, next week, next year, when I'm traveling around Australia, I was like, I'm gonna be like having a bit of downtime. I would love to have some coloring in books. So. Um, My mum took the liberty in getting me a colouring in book and this is all about succulents and it is just so lush. It is just amazing for mindfulness, tranquility, creativity, all of that thing, all of that thing, all of those things. (laughs) Um, And it's just really aesthetically pleasing as well. It's all succulents. Um, So, yeah, that is definitely my recommendation because I've already started colouring it in even though I said I wanted it for next year but – it's so satisfying okay. to look at Mads, which is showing me on FaceTime and I was like, oh, I love it. I want it. I love colouring in though because whenever I'm doing things, I doodle. Mm. Like I, I have to be, I don't know, I was going to do some research about it, but I always have to be like drawing something. I love it. I'm surprised I don't doodle when I'm talking <laughs> with you. It's just what I do. So colouring in is just a really, really good way to keep my mind 
at ease. I love it. That's amazing. What about you? This has been a huge week. And it's so funny because Mads and I haven't really recorded together alone in ages because we obviously did some solo episodes because we both just couldn't like properly line up when to record. I got sick and it was just this, that and whatever. And then we had the beautiful Bianca on the show last week who's um, the mama behind Marcia Crystals. So we had a beautiful guest on. And then this is like our first, I feel like it's our first episode again. I'm like, I'm so excited to like. I love loving the energy though. (laughs) It's so exciting. (laughs) I Um, know. But no, this week has been huge. Well, the past couple months have been huge because when you guys actually get this on Thursday, my online store will be launched. Woo! Go, go. I was going to say link in bio. (laughs) Link in Shelby's. No, we will link it in the show notes. That's oh, a good idea. That is a good idea. Well, thank you. Have a little look-see in the show notes, loves. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just so excited and I've been like working my butt off and it was so weird because um, like for yeah, months I've just been creating everything and like getting everything organized. And then yesterday, like last night, I took like the photo of the giveaway that I uploaded and then I was like, right what do I need to do and I was like looking at my checklist and like everything was pretty much done and I was like what and I just didn't know this feeling of like not having a million and one things anything to do yeah and yeah. like I could have found things but you know when you just sat there like what is this I don't know what free time is like there's so much room for activity like what this is what we were talking about when we've reached all our goals it's like yeah. what the hell do we do with our life now what's next yeah. and I almost got like anxious because I was like I'm not busy like what am I doing <laughs> But no, I've found some more things that I can be doing, so that's fine. But um, yeah, this, I reckon my one word would just be like, I don't even know, like motivation, or I guess my one word could be like happiness. Like I just feel so happy with like everything that I've achieved. Content. Yeah. And I'm just like, feel really proud of it. And I'm ready to like birth it to the world. Like I feel like it's my baby. Like I've been nurturing it for like months and months and now I'm like, okay, you guys can have access to it and see it. I know. It's, it's yeah. so exciting. The amount of effort and love is just I crazy. Just, I was saying to my mum yesterday, I was like, I am never going to go on a website ever again and just be like, oh, website, cool. I'm like looking at it. I'm like, oh, that would have taken them ages. Oh, look at that picture. Oh, look at that font. Which like back along, I would have just logged on and been like, cool, whatever, done my thing and got off. Now I have like the appreciation for like the tiny little Instagram button in the corner because I'm like, that would have taken yeah. them ages to link that. <laughs> Oh, facts, oh. especially because you're a little bit of a grandma when yes. it comes to technology. I so am. give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> and I actually was able to upload, take and upload all my own photos. Like, thank you. She's learning. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. I didn't think I was not tech savvy because I'm like a millennial and I was like, yeah. And then I met Maddie and like she's saying all this stuff and like, oh, we can do this for the podcast and we can do this for Instagram. I'm like, What? what is this? Where have I been living for the last 23 years? <laughs> but anyway, don't worry. Back on topic, my go-to before we start rambling, this is what happens when we don't talk heaps. I'm back at my corporate job, like in the office. So I can't like be on my phone all the time. And Maddie and I like have withdrawals. <laughs> yeah, literally. But my go-to, and you guys would know that Maddie and I are both obsessed with this company. And that is obviously Mindspo. 
Yes. Yep. So Mads and I, if if you're new to the podcast or you don't know our story, that's how Maddie and I met. So we went on a beautiful retreat in Bali, which was... I feel like I'm going to cry. <laughs> getting all sentimental. I'm emotional. <laughs> oh, calm down, Chachi. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get through this episode. We're just going to keep being like... Oh. Um, Sorry. No, no. I love it. Um, but yeah, so it's a company that's ran by Rochelle Fox and Chris Soul. So they're a beautiful couple and they live in Bali and they run these amazing retreats centered around meditation, mindset. Um, we went on the self-love retreat, which was so beautiful. And we need to do a podcast just about Mindswell and our experience. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but you can also watch my YouTube video. Yes. Um, I vlogged the whole trip. I really if you're interested I, I took my camera and I did like one little day of vlogging and then I was like nah <laughs> didn't do the rest and I hate myself for it now <laughs> um but yeah it was absolutely amazing and it's super on theme with today's topic all about meditation because that's what they're like I guess most known for is their meditation method and yeah even just like their Instagram if you want some sort of daily like inspo or affirmations or just some really good content like I would head to either I think it's just Mindspo if you type that into Instagram um, or Rochelle Fox's Instagram she posts some amazing things or Chris Souls because he posts some really cool videos as well but we'll link it all in the show notes yeah for sure so we haven't even gone into the episode (laughs) and we're just like so far in I actually I don't even apologize let's chat I'm here for Um, it But we thought that we would start this episode just really by chatting about our history with meditation, our experiences, um, how we first got into Mm. it really because our practices are so different Mm. from when we first started to now and even our practices between Shelbs and I are so different as well. So I'm excited to dive into it, but Shelbs... Let's hear about your experience and your history. Yeah, so as I mentioned in previous episodes, I think like because you just forget how you get into this sort of stuff because it's just like my world. And when people question me on it, I'm like, I don't actually remember. Like it's just been here forever. But the first kind of memory of meditating I guess would be I was about 15 and my mum came home with like a bundle of crystals and a CD so that tells you how long ago it was and was like, listen to this meditation it was a guided meditation and she gave me these crystals and it was absolutely beautiful like I used to listen to all the time and I really felt like it helped settle like my 15 year old angst was Um, it was it like a guided or just music it was guided yeah and then there was okay so I think the tracks there was something like 15 tracks or something and most of them were guided for different reasons or emotions so beautiful and then there was a couple just like tracks at the end which was really nice I used to listen to them before sleep um yeah, and it was like a, a routine for me for a while. And then I guess like you get old, I probably got to like 16, I have my first boyfriend and like meditation's not cool. Like, you yeah, know, got into weirdo the, hippie. Yeah, like what, mum, what is this? Like <laughs> got into that kind of a stage. Um, and, yeah, so I guess like I kind of got a bit disconnected from it then. Um, but then like because I was thinking about it and I was like when – even like from that age when I got reconnected back into it like why 
was I listening to it? Do you know what I mean? And I was like trying to pinpoint and I was like at that time I think I would only go back to that CD when I had like because I went on like the pill and that created a lot of like anxiety in me. I would like yes any sort of event like I remember my first job because I was on the pill it messed with my emotions so much that I would start throwing up. Like if anything happened, if I got nervous, it would go straight to my stomach and I would just start throwing up. And all these doctors were like, yeah, exactly, same sort of thing. One, one of my friends used to vomit as well and then I would just be on the toilet as well. So yeah. I think it honestly happens to most of us. Mm, exactly. So I think Oh like, god, that's another topic. TMI. <laughs> no, we need to yeah, get into the effects of the everything. Pill. And yeah, the mm. pill sucks. Like I will never go back on it again. If it works I don't for think. you, I'm like, you know, you do you hundred percent support it. But yeah, for me, I've tried I reckon six or seven different types throughout my whole life. That's the thing. Oh, oh yeah, we need to do a funny anyway, about that. Yeah. Skip. <laughs> um yeah, and I think I would only go back to meditation after like as an aftermath or like an afterthought. Yes. So it was always yep. something that like, oh, this event happened or I feel anxious, I'm gonna meditate. It yep. was nothing then like it wasn't in place to stop the med- um to stop the meditation. Oh Lord, to stop the anxiety. It was like to fix the anxiety after it's happened. Yep. And then I reckon it was like, because I don't know exactly when I got back into it, like as a proper ritual and I took it seriously, but I'm thinking about a year ago to two years ago when I fully started, Mm -hmm. like I say, I'm a spiritual awakening, you know, you get back into everything. Um, And that's when I started meditating every day. Um, So at that stage, I was doing guided meditations, which we'll have more info on later on in the episode. But basically, it's where like a teacher guides you through the practice. So they tell you when to breathe and what to visualize, all of that kind of thing. Um, But I so I was doing guided meditations pretty much every day. And then I came across a company called Muse. And I'll link again all their details in the show notes so you can check them out. But they're a Canadian company that created a headband which you wear during meditation. Interesting. I I know. And Mads, I reckon you would like it because I'm a visual learner. So I loved seeing everything written down. And like so basically what it is is the headband has like four – Um, little sensors in it so EEG sensors and they record like your brain waves and then what you can do afterwards is look on the Muse app and it tells you like whether you had you know a good meditation like you weren't your brain waves weren't active or whether you were like fully active that is so that sounds expensive expensive is it expensive I can't remember exactly because I bought it like a while ago but I reckon it is a couple hundred like it was Mm. an investment but like for me it was a real motivation to get into meditation properly so I was like you know what screw it I'm gonna do it Um, yeah for sure and it gives you like a bunch of guided meditations as well but the thing that I loved about it is you could do unguided meditations and you plug in your headphones and they play like music you can pick whatever so I would do like a rainforest and when your mind is settled and it's like calm it plays like beautiful peaceful weather with like birds chirping and it's really nice and then if your attention drifts off it starts doing storm so it'll be thunder and lightning yeah that's that is sick (laughs) it's really cool so like without it's almost as if someone's like um hey like you're drifting come back and that's when you're like go okay like I acknowledge that I drifted off. I'm going to focus back on my breath and I'll get back into it. 
So yeah, it was just such Guys. a cool and easy way to like guide, like to get you into unguided meditations. Like, cause I find if someone said to me, sit there and focus on your breath and don't think of anything, I'm like, what? How do you do this? Like, huh? I'm going to think about not thinking. Yeah. How does that work? But this like kind of helped me and I'm like, not competitive like with other people but a little bit competitive with myself so I would like see the results and then the next day I'd be like right I'm gonna have like because when your brain like when you don't have brain not brain activity because obviously you have brain activity all the time but like when your brain waves are calm you get chirping birds as if like a reward and it's designed to like distract you even more and you kind of be like the birds are there I'm not focusing on them and like you're good and if you have them like you can see how many consecutive bird chirps you have and that's like the best <gasps> result. So I'm like, you only had two bird chirps. This one, you can have four bird chirps. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is so um, cool. But yeah, that's the way that I got into unguided meditations, which now I'm like absolutely love, like with or without muse headbands. Like I think that it's amazing. Um, and then we went obviously to Mindspo, which we'll chat about later on, but um, we learned their method of a mantra meditation. And I really enjoyed that because it was a way that I could switch up all of my practices. So I could do guided, then I could do unguided, and now I can do mantra meditations. Like it yeah. just kept it really fresh and I didn't get bored like I was when I was just doing guided meditations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got into like a really good routine leading up to Bali and after Bali. But since like, and this is such an excuse, but since starting like EV and Corona hit and then starting the store and everything, it's honestly gone out the window. Like I'll do it here, there and everywhere, but I definitely do not do it like once a day. I try yeah. and do like my sleep meditations like a couple times a week, but I'm the yeah, same. definitely have been so slack at doing like 20 minutes of a full meditation. But I'm like telling myself now as of Thursday when the shop launches, like that's going to be one of my priorities. Like I know meditation, yoga and journaling like are so good for me and I know like the benefits and everything. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. you need to make it a priority because I don't make much of my self-care routine a priority. You know, that's the thing that I sacrifice if I need to see a friend or if I need to work or do whatever. Now I'm like, nope. You need to put it first. Um, 100%. And I always say, like, if you can't find, like, 10 to 20 minutes a day for you for whatever it may be, like, whether it's meditation or whether it's any sort of self-care, like, something's wrong. Like, you have 24 hours in the day and you can't find 10 minutes for you. Like, mm, okay. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. Liar. (laughs) I'm literally going to prioritize it because I just, yeah, know that it has such a good effect on me. But, anyway, I have been talking for so long. So, Mads, give us your history of Medi. Honestly, I if I'm being completely honest here and really transparent, meditation hasn't been like an overly consistent priority in my life. Quite the same as Shelby, what she's living now is what I've been living my whole, <laughs> my whole 20 years of life. So it's not something that like I did every single day. Like to me, it felt like a chore instead of a sacred ritual, which mm. is really bad thinking about it now because I just be like, oh. Like, I've, like I could be doing so many other things, mm-hmm. but I have to just like sit here and then I'm thinking about the things I could do yeah. and then I'm just, you know, you get into that really toxic cycle of mm-hmm. like that kind of thinking. So that that really, that that got me for quite <laughs> a long time. Um, and, but when I was younger, I would always get Bowen and Reiki therapy. I don't know if you've had that kind of healing I've had before. Reiki, but what's Bowen? I'm interested. It's, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a... 
professional, mm. but like they touch certain parts of your body oh. and then it just deals with your energies and all no. of that. And it's it's like so it's similar, actually I'm not even is it kind of similar to like NLP, like you know, where they tap different parts for like programming? Yeah, but it's not tapping. It's oh. it's kind of, it's like it's kind of like massage, but it's Ooh. not. Like I honestly don't even want to say anything about it because <laughs> I I've completely butchered it. It's no. really hard to explain when you're not yeah. like you haven't learned about it. So anyway, have a little research about mm-hmm. Bowen and Reiki. Amazing, amazing energy healing and just like whole body experiences. I've got so much info and like experiences about that that I. And definitely we should do another episode about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but through my therapist, I learned like the importance of consciously deep breathing and mm. using that as a tool for my anxiety because I went to her for like anxiety, all of these other little things as well. So because my mental health has been quite a tricky one, um, something that I will literally vouch my entire life on is mantra and affirmation-based breathing. Mm. It is like saved me a hundred percent um and it's definitely got me through some tough times just because of like I've had to go back in and then I use the words that I use or the affirmations or the little sentence and it really just like brings me back down to earth it distracts Mm. my mind from thinking about what I was thinking about and overthinking um but it works a treat and I have talked about it before but Mm -hmm. um basically like for example we will be chatting about it a little bit later let's just say um, this is a funny story. I used it one time when I was quite um, toxicated in the mm-hmm. Uber going on my way home from a night out and <laughs> I was feeling quite nauseous. Mm-hmm. So I went I went into like a complete, like the deepest meditation state I've like <laughs> oh, wow. been in and I just kept repeating like, I'm strong, I'm strong and like so keep I it in, keep it in. Be sick. <laughs> and it freaking worked. Oh, I wow. was so – no one could talk to me and I was using my um, finger tapping mm-hmm. technique. So you – one word is like I and you tap your finger and have a deep breath in and then it's just like you just keep distracting your brain like that. Mm-hmm. God, it worked. It was so mm-hmm. good. I wish I knew <laughs> that the amount of like expensive handbags I've thrown up in in the back of an Uber because I refuse to pay like the $300 Uber fine when you puke in their car. <laughs> So if I had like channeled in and used that, then maybe I could have saved myself some designer handbags. <laughs> oh, it was so good. It saved me. Um, anyway, I found that personally um, I used my nighttime meditation so much more than mm. like my daily ritual. Um, it was just so amazing for my sleep. I religiously did it every single night. Um, like as an early teen, even like a couple months ago. But then obviously everyone knows I've been on this oils journey and ever since then I didn't need to do all of those like really hectic, deep meditations before sleep. I can just Mm. use it now as um, a way to guide me into sleep, but then I've got the oils to keep me there. Um, But every night I just choose to like consciously take a breath and do a bit of a body scan, which we will be talking about later, just to help with that relaxation. So instead of saying that I do meditation every single day, it's like I use mm. little bits of their techniques. To what works. Yeah, I love to it. To keep me going. Um, but when I was in Bali though, like as Shelby said, we learned the mantra-based meditation, which was amazing because basically that's what I'd been doing, just mm. like on a real smaller scale. Um 
so that had been literally the only time that I'd meditated <laughs> yeah. every single day for a week. Yeah. It was crazy. It was so hard mm. at the at, at, at first, yeah. but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but yeah, that's basically my little short story because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's me. But um, we're gonna jump back into why we meditate and the effects that we've had from mm. meditation. So sh- I'll um, handball it to you, <laughs> Shelves. <laughs> Um, I have so many reasons why I meditate and the more I practice, the more expansive my reasons become. Um, But I guess for me, the main reason would be to give myself some sacred time. So as I was already saying in the beginning, like I'm the type of person that like thrives at being busy and I just generally don't even know how to not be busy. And I can't think of the last time that like I switched off and watched Netflix or that I took a day off just to do nothing. Like, I honestly don't even think I would have had, like, a day off this whole year. And no. I, but, like, it's the best. Like, I love it. It's not as if I, like, run myself down heaps or anything. Like, I just love being busy and productive. It's just, like, I don't – I'm going to – It's you. Yeah, I want to look into my human design and see if it's got something to do with that because it would make so much sense. Um, but I guess, like, meditating each day, it gives me the excuse to have some me time without the guilt sinking in. So without thinking like, oh, my God, I should be doing this for the shop or whatever it may be. And I get a lot of my downloads and my ideas from being in the soul room, especially when I'm in my meditative state. So most of my ideas have literally come to me during or after meditation. And I notice a huge difference in myself when I'm meditating regularly. I am way less reactive. Like I don't get triggered by trivial stuff. Like, for example, I have to commute like 40 minutes to my corporate job. And I yeah. notice when I haven't meditated, like someone can just like do something and I'm like, oh my God, you, you know, and I get so aggro over something. And when I'm meditating, I'm like, oh, you want to cut in front of me? You go right ahead. Like, <laughs> And it sounds like I'm not even kidding. Um, But yeah, and I've also noticed, which is a crazy one, like when I used to hear people say like, oh, meditation improves your memory. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Sitting and breathing like increases your memory, sure. But it honestly does. Like I can like, yeah, read something once or like listen to a podcast and I will remember it so much more when I have a regular meditation practice. That's crazy. It's on, Yeah, it's nuts. And another huge reason for me why I choose to meditate is just I get like a lot of visions when I meditate and it's so strange the first few times this happens like I'll have like a vision and I'll just be like oh cool like that was just like a download or something that came through and then like a week or two weeks later or whatever the same sort of thing will happen and I'll have like a weird deja vu moment where I'm like huh like I have seen this before like my most recent one is I, and it's so strange when I say this, but like I met my son and it was the weirdest thing. Wait, hold up. You haven't told me this story. No, I haven't. I haven't told anyone this because I've just been like sitting with it (gasps) for a while. Do tell. Um, yeah, it's the weirdest thing. And, and it's not even as if like, cause it's happened to me, I would say three or four times now. And I see the same little boy and it's not even as if like I go into the meditation, I'm like, right, I'm going to connect to like my child. It's yeah, it was so weird. So he's like, this crazy ball of energy. He's always running around. So the, and how crazy is this? He was chasing a dragonfly. 
<gasps> and it was oh, like, I just got goosebumps. Holy shit. I didn't know, but you know, you intuitively knew. I knew it was the center and there was like all these trees and all this grass and we were sat outside and he was like playing around and doing all this thing. And they're only for like a couple, like a, a few seconds, maybe 30 seconds. I'll see it. And I was like, wow. And the craziest thing. So the first ever time I had it, it was like that. And then I went unrelated. I'd already had it booked in. I went and saw a psychic. No. So that one was crazy. So the little boy was running around and then I felt something on my stomach and I looked down and I was pregnant and my whoever it was like my partner like came with his big hands and put it on my tummy and I was like oh wow but I couldn't see his face I did you know whatever didn't know and then a few months later like I put it out of my mind a few months later I went and saw a psychic for like unrelated reasons and she was like talking to me and she was like oh my god like I can see your son and I just looked at her like and I didn't say anything and she's like he's this little cutie he's got like your green eyes and dark hair spot on like just she described him to a T to me and then she goes and you're gonna have a little girl as well not long after him and I just lost it I pulled out crying I was like I've seen them in a vision and I told her what I saw and she was like that's 100% what I can see and it's nuts and then yeah occasionally I haven't had it in a while because I haven't been meditating but I've seen the same little boy so many times it's so like I need a new word for strange because I say it's so strange but I don't mean strange I mean like oh my god crazy like guys you should see my face right now (laughs) my jaw is to the freaking floor yeah holy shit we need it okay I keep saying we need to do it we need to do a psychic episode yes that would be amazing but yeah so for me like I have oh and the craziest thing is well she was talking to me about I'm really getting off topic but she was talking to me about the center and she said to me why do I see you surrounded in trees and I was just like it was yeah nuts but anyway so I I love doing that because it's kind of like my I guess like intuitive kind of like psychic connection I guess like I yeah it just and I come out of it and I'm like oh my goodness and then I had like another experience because that wasn't even the example that I like wrote that I was gonna tell you guys but the other ones like I had a um so I wanted to connect in with my guides when I first started doing like my guides and spiritual, like, you know, when I picked my dragonfly sign, all of that sort of stuff. And I did a guided meditation and this one you had to lie down and then you had to like, you know, imagine that all of your, like you had to call your guides in and imagine they all stood around you and da, da, da. And I'm not even joking. It was the strangest thing. So you had like your hands on your like womb space so I was like doing that all of a sudden my left arm like flew and I was like and I literally sat up out of meditation because I was like freaked out because you know like when it happens you're like oh my god what just happened yeah it was like the craziest thing I've never had like a spirit or a guide or whatever like physically move something and I was like it wasn't a twitch like it was a full-on like jerk it was nuts and then my last one my last little story time and then I'll wrap my bit up um was I did a guided meditation to meet my higher self and this one was like insane and I'll spare all of the details but basically I like saw my higher self she came and she sat in front of me with like her legs crossed and you know like I if people have had like visions or connections and stuff you'll know what I mean like you know it's you or you know it's whoever 
but they don't look the same and it's kind of mm. it's not as if you see their face like it's not as if I saw like a mirrored image of me but I just saw like this sort of figure and I knew it was like my higher self and I started like being like oh my god oh my god like I'm meeting you and I have so much to tell you and so much to talk to you about and she just like what I felt like sort of like didn't touch me just put a put her like arm near me and was like shh like there's time for that and she was calming me down because I was like so excited and she was just like you know there's so much time like we have so much time together and I was just like oh my god and then I like more happened like just that sort of connection I came out of it and I have never felt how I felt coming out of that meditation I lost it I just bowled my eyes out it was like the best energetic release but yeah it was insane like I'm getting like emotional even thinking about it like I'm getting emotional (laughs) for you oh no we need to do a whole episode on story times I know because I feel like I've brushed over these really quickly when there's so much more to it like it's crazy Oh my good lord! My meditation history and why it affects me is like nothing compared to that. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a different. Like they're both amazing on their own. You know, it's just a different experience, and it's that just because crazy. I think like I go in open with the intention of like you know whatever happens, I'm open to it. You know, which has taken me a long time to be like open to spirits coming forward or like my higher self because back along I would be like nope stay away (laughs) like you know yeah but you tell us about yours I'll shut up for a while (laughs) oh god no well as I said like I'm quite different to shelves in the way that like I don't use meditation to give myself time like Mm. because I have plenty of time um I guess I just use meditation just to connect with myself really. Like it's like I'm having a chat with my subconscious self, like my little brain. It's like my little person behind, just behind, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, And I've had a few crazy experiences actually when I first tried to connect with um, my spirit guides. Mm -hmm. And this is like another – this actually happened because Shelby was talking to me about (laughs) connecting with her spirit guides and I was like, I want to – I want to do that. <laughs> I want to connect with my spirit guides. So I um, I I focused on doing like a, finding a guided meditation, like I intuitive, intuitively picked one um, that was focused on connecting with your spirit guides. So I picked that and you had to like sit there or lay down and you had to imagine like yourself climbing up like a tree or like a vine up um Mm -hmm. into like the clouds and space and all of that kind of thing and then that's when you get to this like this place where you you walk up and you see your guides anyway so I did that and um it was crazy because I literally imagined like clear as day these two people like one was a man one was a guy like I could name all of their like physical features. Mm. It was like I and I didn't have to like think about it like, oh, I'm going to give him brown hair. It's like I yeah. walked up and then I just saw them and I was like, oh. mm. and then I imagined like what, like they asked like to see what color was around them and things like that. And I remember coming out of the meditation to Shelby going like, oh, this is crazy. I just met like my spirit guides mm. and I've still got it written in my notes. I'd actually love to see what I wrote and I think I I gave them a name I think they had a name oh wow um where is it I'm actually I'm looking it up now (laughs) because it's crazy um oh okay this is funny 
I actually, I don't know why these names came mm. to me. Um, Ezekiel. Oh. I I don't watch like like mm. all of like pastime shows. Yeah. I don't like no religious things. I don't know why Ezekiel. And then the girl's name was Barbara. Oh, Barb. <laughs> How random. Um, and so I said here, like Ezekiel, he was surrounded by a pink aura, which was really mm. um, different. And he had a beard and was really tall with massive white wings. Oh, wow. And then Barbara was surrounded by blue light, like a blue aura, and she was blonde and typically shorter and she didn't have any wings. So I don't know if Barbara was like an actual spirit. Mm. Yeah, or wow. I love something that. like that. It was so random, but they claim like they came clear as day and then it's like had chat and whatever. Um <laughs> I love that though. That's amazing. And I think like you said, we should do a whole like episode on our guides and what we've like kind of connected with. And then we could also do like the meanings, like so we could look into what a blue aura and what a pink aura is. Yeah. It would be so much fun. But yeah, I it'd be so cool. In that, um, and I've mentioned it before, like Gabby um Bernstein's book, the um Super attractive. Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. Um, she says like names will drop in. Like I've never personally had like a name drop in, but I love that you did. Like that sounds amazing. Crazy. Like fucking Barbara. Why Barbara? Why? The other ones so, like hell like, you know. Ezekiel and Barbara. Barb. Weird. <laughs> um, something that I really have noticed since meditating and as Shob said, like I'm way less reactive, even though mm. I'm not doing the meditation every single day but I've even just noticed it because I'm on you know this big awakening path but yeah I guess like I'm just way more understanding and I look Mm. at situations and other people's like point of view so much more clearer and with like an equal state of mind so like for instance um let's just use that same example of road rage I won't immediately like clap back and take that Mm. um that time to like stoop to their level and be angry I take that second and I think hold on like why are they acting like this what's happening in their Mm. life like why are they in a rush like why are they yeah yeah you know like there could be so many things going on and we have no idea like us as humans I think that we tend to jump to conclusions and assumptions and we don't Mm -hmm. just take a minute and step back and think why um so since I guess working on myself and growing and meditating I've really had that ability just to see the bigger picture. So um, mm. that's basically, yeah, yeah. that's that's where I'm at. I love it. It's so cool. Oh, and it's crazy, like, because it's so nuts, I think, that you can be doing, like, the exact same thing. Like, we both meditate. We do similar practices, but we have, like, such a different, different. experience. Mm-hmm. And it's so true because even, like, during the actual act of meditation, like, different sensations and different feelings will come up for <gasps> different people. And Yes. Th- like in Bali, when we'd all, oh. when we'd finish, we'd all say how we felt and they'd yeah. all be so different. So different. Like, some people would be like, oh, I felt so relaxed. Other people would be like, I had an active meditation meditation session my mind was here there and everywhere like yeah it's just nuts you're literally doing the exact same thing but can have so many different sensations or experience yeah um, and a thing that I love is I don't know where I heard this but they were like it's called a meditation practice because it can be hard and it can take practice like you're not just gonna wake up tomorrow do one meditation and be like 
done. Like I, you know, even when I was like regularly meditating, I could have like such an active practice and I would be so annoyed at myself and I'd be like, you just wasted 20 minutes. You don't even feel relaxed, you know, whatever. But it is a practice and, you know, it's something that you need to do regularly to get better at. Um, Yep. But yeah, I remember in Bali, Rochelle saying something that like I've literally carried with me like since then. And she was like, it's really hard to stop thinking. And that's the mind's job. You wouldn't tell the lungs to stop breathing because that's their job. And it's so true. You're like saying, so true. we're going to sit here for like 20 minutes or whatever it is, 10 minutes. And I want you to stop doing your one function that you're like made to do. (laughs) When you think of it like that, you're like, this is nuts (laughs) but honestly crazy I wanted us just to chat about because I know like Maddie and I already discussed like our personal like experience and what the effects of meditation are on us but we wanted to just do (laughs) some quick (laughs) um, explanations of like the effects that it can have on you and different people yeah so Let's just start off by saying that there is actually scientific evidence that meditation creates change in the brain and that the way that we respond to situations and we can both and everyone that is a meditator can wholeheartedly say this is true. Literally, yes. It can help us deal with pain and reduce stress. It can ease headaches and help with mental blocks and it can also reduce high blood pressure. It can ease insomnia ease anxiety, enhance self-esteem, and it can also really improve your mood. You can also have an increase in memory retention. And it can also really improve your immune system. It can increase your energy levels. And encourage creative thinking. It can also enhance your creativity. Yeah, and it can also really help balance the overall body systems and in all areas of like your physical and emotional well-being. Yes. Perfect. Smash that out. Amazing. <laughs> so we've been talking about minds by minds by minds. So Bali, Bali, their meditation mantra, all of these little keywords mm-hmm. that we keep popping at you. So we thought let's chat about that. So um, I want us to chat about minds for a minute because um, I'm sure most of you know by now We've said it a thousand times. <laughs> Mindspo was the retreat that um, was hosted in Bali by Rochelle Fox and Chris Soul. Um, and it's how me and Shelbs met. So we won't go into heaps of detail about the Mindspo method of meditation because um, that is their offering and that's what they teach us. But if you're interested, they have some really, really amazing meditation courses available. Um, so we'll tag their Instagram and their website in the show notes below. But Mindspo Meditation Method is centered really around a mantra meditation. So a mantra is like a short phrase that is repeated during your meditation cycle. So this really, really is made for like concentrating on the phrase, which can really help keep out all of the other thoughts. So we did the mantra silently in our heads, but you can also um, chant the mantra out loud if that's what you feel like would work for you as well. Yeah, so Rochelle and Chris recommended to us during our um, sessions that you should meditate for 20 minutes, both, so 20 minutes in the morning and then 20 minutes in the evening. And they also taught us an amazing techniques to capture all of your thoughts before you meditate. Um, as Mad said, like it's their offering, so we won't go into it, but I found that that like visualization really helped to kind of 
just get all of the crap out of your mind and then you could really focus. Yeah. Um, so with the mantra technique, you pick your mantra and as Maddie said, you can either say it like out loud or you can like think it in your head. But basically what you do is you think it on the inhale and then you think it on the exhale. So this is designed to get your brain to focus on the mantra and not to focus on your thoughts. So during one of our last workshops at Mindspo, Rochelle asked us our why for meditation. And I think that this is so important. So before you start your meditation practice, ask yourself, why do you want to meditate? Even write it down in your journal. Um, but yeah, like for me, I've never actually really been like, why do I meditate? You know what I mean? It's just something that I did. And I think like yep. after Rochelle said that before every practice now, like I'll sit there and I'll be like, what's my intention? Why am I doing this? And yeah, I think it's so important. And um, I know that I'm like quoting Rochelle so much right now, but another thing that she said is um, she was like, how important are your teeth? And we were all like, important. And, yeah, she, duh. Duh. and she was like, well, they're so important that you do something every single day for them. So you brush your teeth. And she's like, would you not say that your mind is even more important than your teeth? And we were like, well, yeah, you can live without your teeth. You can't live without your mind. And she was like, well, what act do you do every single day to clean your mind? And we were all just sat there like, mic drop, um, <laughs> nutting. Like, <laughs> and yeah, I just was like blown away by that. Um, but something amazing that Rochelle taught us during our meditation workshop was the three R's for meditation. So she said, we need a reminder, a routine and a reward. And so um, when we were doing the like activities in the workshop, I wrote down that my reminder was going to be my shower. So I'd wake up in the morning, I would shower, then I would meditate. And in the evenings, I'd do the same thing, come home from work, I'd have a shower, then I would meditate. And then... Um, my routine was going to be going into my soul room or my Zen Den. I would light candles. I would get my headphones, put on comfy clothes, like whatever it was. And then my reward would be a barista made coffee from work or on the days that I didn't meditate, I wouldn't be allowed to go on Instagram. <laughs> and so I think like having these small steps and like little things in place, like little challenges with yourself, like it actually really helps you to be like shit I didn't meditate I'm not getting a coffee or I'm not going on Instagram and then you yeah. want to do it because I'm like I want a coffee tomorrow I'm going to meditate tonight really um, but Mads why don't you chat to us about your Mindspo experience like just the meditation and like how it made you feel yes so as I said before I really really loved learning the mantra meditation just purely because it was something that I was already used to doing I was used to doing like the mantra and affirmation in like a meditative state um, and it was <laughs> quite funny though because when I first started in the week I was literally screaming the <laughs> mantra in my head like literally if I said it out loud it would have been so loud such a big scream oh my um, god <laughs> like I was like Let's just say the mantra was like, hello. I was like, actually, yeah, I probably should say it as loud. <laughs> yeah, I won't do it actually. But it was so loud. I was screaming at myself mm. um, because I would just get annoyed that I would be thinking about other things. Yeah. Um, and then I would scream the mantra and then Chris said to me, he's like, 
you're allowed to think thoughts like it's normal you're not mm. gonna be able to turn it off like you just have to control it and I was like oh interesting ah. so I'm not doing it wrong <laughs> I just need to focus yeah um so towards the end of the week, I would get so deep into the meditation. It was mm. crazy. Like it scared, <laughs> it scared me a little bit because I was like, whoa, so this <laughs> is what unguided meditation feels like. <laughs> and when you get to that state and like sometimes I can see colors or like you can feel yourself going, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going in. Like, <laughs> And sometimes the mantra would fall off because I'd be so deep. And then I, it was funny, every single time I would do the meditation, my throat mm. would be crazy. Like I'd always have to like yawn or like swallow or cough, not, not cough, but like, you know, when you go like, <clears throat> like we've been doing this whole episode. <clears throat> Literally. So that's, that was crazy to me. And then I was like, oh, it must be my, it's like my throat chakra. Yeah. Um, and then I would, you know, like see things or feel things. And it, it was just crazy. Like, because you were so deep and you weren't guided, mm. um, you just re- rolled with it. It's true because I love guided meditations. I think that they take the pressure off of yourself. But I do find sometimes you can be like so deep and they'll be like, okay, let's come back to the room. And you're like, no, I want to stay here. <laughs> I know. Um, but Shelbs, how was your experience meditating at Mindspo? I loved learning the Mindspo method um, because, as I said before, it was so different to like my pre-existing practice and I'm such a nerd when it comes to like new information so I just loved learning it and like I'm always curious and I just like I'm seeking I'm like everyone give me new information all the time typical Gemini fashion Um, yeah (laughs) but yeah I like I definitely found trying to do the mantra method way more challenging than my normal sorts of practice Um, like for example guided meditations um And I found like I would get annoyed at myself for stopping the mantra. You know, you'd get to a point and you would be like, shit, I haven't been saying it for like five minutes. And then I would be like, oh, why haven't you been saying it? You can't do it. You know what I mean? And you get into like a bit of a spiral of like, you know, you're doing it wrong and whatever. Um, But I guess like you're supposed, like it's all part of it and you're supposed to just kind of like centre back in and just like start again basically like you that's the whole point of the mantra is being like all right you went off track let's come back and let's just do it yep, bring um, it back in but I definitely learned so much from the Mindspo method I think um, Rochelle has an amazing way of like articulating meditation to make it just sound so easy to understand I remember she was saying something about it's like you've got this crazy monkey in your brain like running around and trashing the place and doing whatever and then it's like you give them the mantra and it's as if you're giving them like a ball or something to play with and they're like oh this little thing I'm gonna sit over here for 20 minutes and mind my own business and I was just like their analogies were so good the whole week I know and that makes <laughs> it made so everything much, so much easier just made it yeah so much easier to understand and like you could actually be like all right monkey like I can see you running around get back to your mantra you know what I mean like yeah it just made it so much easier and a challenge for me like normally I meditate in my soul room where everything's dark and it's quiet and I've got my blanket and you know I usually like sit up against the wall and sitting in a room of you know 11 or 12 other people they're all breathing they're all doing their own thing like I was yeah that was a challenge on its own like in the best way like I think you know you can't always be quiet and alone so I think that was like an amazing test for me as well is to learn that 
Um, I remember one time meditating on the train and on <gasps> the bus. Oh, see, people say that sometimes and I'm like, how? Yeah. No, it was really good. That's but that's beside the point. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's literally so many different types of meditation and so many components to them, but we wanted to provide you guys with just like a brief intro into some of the most commonly used types of meditation. And um, we've already spoken in detail about mantra meditations. So Mads, why don't you start us off with a brief overview of what guided meditations are? Yes. So we mentioned that the guided meditations in the earlier part of the episode, which it refers to, um, you just keep listening to a teacher guide, um, a teacher guide, a teacher guide. <laughs> you, you listen to a teacher guide you <laughs> through a meditative journey. However, it can actually be called a like an imagery or visualization method. Um, and basically, this is just a method. Whoa, I can't speak. <laughs> it's a method of um, meditation, basically, in which you just form mental pictures or situations that you find quite relaxing in your head. Um, and it's often suggested to use as many senses as possible. So, like your smell, sounds, textures, just to evoke calmness in your relaxing space. Mm, amazing. So I wanted to touch on breathing meditation. So there's so many ways that you can conduct a breathing meditation, but our favorite is just to take deep breaths in all the way down into your tummy and then to exhale the breath. And it's similar to the mantra meditation where you're focusing on something else. So in this case, you're focusing on your breathing, um, not on like your thoughts that are flowing in and out. Um, And another favorite of ours um, to do with breathing meditation is the Brock is the Brox is the box of breathing techniques. So Mads, I know this is like something that you're so passionate about. So do you want to just run us through the process of box yes, breathing? Yes, I will run it through so quickly because I talk for ages. But anyway, it's <laughs> anyway. <laughs> box start. breathing. Alrighty. So what we can do is you breathe in. Let's just say let's start with four seconds. So you breathe in for four seconds. You hold it for four seconds and then you breathe out for four seconds. So it's just like you just build this little box Mm. and this square in your head where you're breathing in for four and then um, holding for four and breathe out for four. So you just repeat that. And then when you start getting like a a lot better at it, you can do like triple seven or Mm. something like that. So you can breathe in for seven seconds, hold for seven, breathe out for seven. It really just, as Shelb said, it connects yourself with your breathing with um, doing the the deep breaths and focusing in on counting instead of what you're actually stressed about. I love that because I feel like that's something you could hell discreetly do like at your desk it, you while can. You're driving. It's not like yep. this huge act where you've got to like get your pillows and your candles and stuff. Yeah, 100%. Um, so the next one I wanted to chat about is my favorite, my favorite. <laughs> which is sound healing baths. So a sound healing bath is a relaxation technique, um, which it basically invokes a meditative experience. So basically the participants of the sound bath, like a bathe in the sound waves produced by um, like a human voice or certain instruments. So for example, chimes, drums, singing bowls. Um, So I personally love creating my sound baths with my crystal bowls. So my bowls are specific to the seven chakras and they're so amazing for moving stagnant energy from and like 
from the chakra fields and it just moves it around your body and for me like I love playing them like it makes me so relaxed like whenever I do a session for a client or like when I recorded one for the podcast like I am left feeling so good so it's like a little session for me as well um but if you want to hear one of my crystal bowls sound healing baths then head to episode 17 of EB or my Instagram which is just a touch of clarity because I am going to be posting some more very soon I am keen for that. And I also, I'm going to invest in getting, I don't know, it's like the Tibetan bowls or Tibet. Yes. How do you pronounce it? Is it Tibetan? Yeah. The, the, uh, it's like the little bowls. Yeah. Cause I've got yeah. one of them, but I find them harder to play, to be honest. Like they're oh, really, really good. Yeah. Is, yeah. I'll explain after, but yeah. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> a little bit harder to play, but they are still beautiful. I love them. Anyway, let's just carry on. So we're going to chat about next is the mindfulness meditation. So this is basically just the process of being really fully present with your thoughts. Um, Being mindful in like a nutshell just means being aware of where you are, what you're doing, and not being overly reactive to what's going on around us. So with mindful meditation, you can do this anywhere. So some people choose to sit in a quiet place. Um, and they can close their eyes and focus on their breathing. But you can choose to be mindful at any point of the day. Um, and that just includes like when you're commuting to work or doing chores. I do, I, uh, my partner and I, we got into a routine of doing it every night in the summer. I love we'd that. Sit at, we'd sit outside and just watch the sun go down. But then we wouldn't speak to each other and we'd just be like, have like five minutes of being mindful. So you just like try find things that you can hear, smell, see, all of that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, when you practice um, mindfulness meditation, you can just really observe your thoughts and emotions, but you just let it pass that judgment. You can just mm. sit there and go, okay, so you're feeling this way, cool. But I'm actually just going to be focusing on this bird chirping for a minute. So <laughs> I'll come to you later. <laughs> I love it. It's my, like, I find mindfulness, like, so hard but so rewarding. Like, when you do it and you're like, yes, I didn't, like, yeah, get consumed with this negative emotion. Like, I sat there and I watched that bird and I watched it good. Like, imagine being at the beach and being mindful. Oh, amazing. <gasps> On sunset. Um, <gasps> So the next one that I want to chat about is loving kindness meditation, which is also referred to as meta meditation. And I've never heard it be called that before. Like I knew this whole thing, but like when I was researching further into it, I was like, oh, that's what that is. But basically it is a practice where you direct well wishes towards others or to yourself. So Mm. those who practice recite specific words and phrases, which are meant to invoke warm hearted feelings. Um, so this is commonly found in the mindfulness um, meditation sort of field, um, but it's typically practiced while you're sitting in like a comfortable and relaxed position. You take a couple deep breaths and then you repeat some sort of words that are, you know, designed for like invoking love or kindness or whatever. So for example, it's it could be something like, may I be happy, may I be well, may I be safe, may I be peace, may I be peaceful and at ease. 
So after a period of directing these words towards yourself, you then could picture like a family member or a friend who has helped you or that you're feeling like gratitude towards and you repeat the mantra again. So instead of saying, um, may I be happy, you say, may they be happy or may you be happy. And then as you continue with the meditation, you bring on other members or other friends or neighbors or whoever it is. And then um, the key part is you're supposed to bring forth. So after you've done it to people that you love and that you've got gratitude towards and you've got good feelings towards, you bring forth somebody that you maybe had an argument with in the day. So maybe it was that guy that you had the road rage with earlier or your boss who's being a real dick at the moment, whatever it is. And you do the same thing with them and you give them like love and kindness. And um, yeah, I just think it's like a really cute thing to do especially I think it would be really healing for yourself with those people that you're having difficulty with um and then to like what they say you should like end the session with something um they call it like a universal mantra so may all beings everywhere be happy but you could definitely adapt this like because I've not practiced it like this before but like when I was researching into it I was like wow like I love this so I think I'll adapt it more to like mantras that fit in with me and what Mm. I'm doing and like how I'm feeling so I think it's something really cute that you could do yeah for sure I have never heard of that but I Mm. I actually think I'm going to start doing that That's really, really interesting. Um, But the next one was the body scan meditation. And you might have remembered I was talking about this a little bit earlier in the episode. This is what I do every night before I go to sleep. Um, And it can be a really, really great, amazing meditation for connecting in with yourself and balancing your chakras. Um, But basically, you just start at your feet and you scan all the way up to your crown of um, your head, so your crown chakra. Mm-hmm. And some body scan meditations can really guide you to say gratitude to different parts of your body. Um, like, for example, to your feet, you could think or say something like, thank you for carrying me all day. Or you can scan different parts of your body and just to sense if there's any stagnant energy or pain residing in your body or if it, if you just find that there's a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and the aim of a body scan is to really just connect mm-hmm. in with yourself and relax it. So some things that I like to do before I go to sleep is I do the body scan. I'd find where I am feeling, I I usually go towards the more stagnant energy and tension Mm -hmm. and then I really consciously like relax it. And then if, if it still doesn't relax after trying to consciously relax it, then what I do is you just tense for Mm. like 10 to 15 seconds, like the hardest tense you've ever done. So let's just say your butt, your butt isn't, (laughs) That's the first thing that came to my head. Your butt isn't relaxing. You just like tense it so hard mm. and then you just like fall into the bed and you just relax. So you can do it with your whole body, like tense your whole body so tight and then you just let it all go and relax and it's so good. I love that technique. Have you done that before? Yeah, I actually have, like you said, if I have trouble sleeping when I can just sense my mind and my body just won't go to sleep, I'll do that like a tense. And one time I did it and then I actually got cramp in my leg and I was like, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you farted. No. <laughs> That's something you would do. Yeah, facts. <laughs> well, we're covering some good topics in this episode. <laughs> so the um, last type of meditation I want to quickly touch on is kundalini meditation. Mm-hmm. So, I've heard so many good things about this. This is such a deep type of meditation. So 
for you guys who may be new to the term kundalini um, basically the intention of a kundalini meditation is to activate your kundalini energy which lies dormant at the base of your root chakra so many people describe kundalini energy as being a curled up serpent which is a snake and this sits at the base of your spine So this type of meditation concentrates on arousing the serpent's energy and you flow it like um, upwards through the other six chakras. So because obviously it's stuck at the bottom, so you want to flow the energy upwards and then you want to get it all the way up to the crown chakra. So this meditation is honestly such a powerful healing meditation and it's such an amazing experience and you can really reach like a deep and different states of consciousness when you do this type of meditation. I I follow a girl named Chloe Zepinoski. I don't know Mm. if you follow her shelves. She does Kundalini and I have Amazing. followed her and it just looks so crazy and random. Like mm. You do weird ass things yeah. to like get all of that energy. And she said that sometimes when you do Kundalini um, so deeply, you get like a little bit of a buzz because mm. you're like so deep into it. Um, but even though meditation like is more of a longer Um, sit down practice we really wanted to provide you with some simple and quick ways to just get into a meditative state throughout your day Um, which could be really really amazing for you if you want to ease into your own meditation um, practice so Shelbs, how about you start off these quick little dot points that will shoot out (laughs) so you can just stare at nature go for a walk in nature as well taking a moment to do some deep breathing you can royal, royal <laughs> sorry, you can um royal what <laughs> you can roll um an oil on and use that to send you breathing. Or as Marty likes to it. say royal And <laughs> <laughs> you're losing it at that. That's funny. Um you can just stare at a crystal. Yes. Imagine just going <laughs> it honestly works though just stare at it and it, yeah you get so consumed with the crystal anyway yeah so um if you have a crystal ball you can stare at that or a candle flame it's just basically something that you just like zone in on mm. um stating a positive affirmation to yourself and then sitting with the feeling that it produces perfect so they're just like some quick little things Um, that you can do to kind of just like center in and when you're doing all of those things you can also do some really deep breathing but we're just going to carry on now because we have been going for an hour (laughs) Um, and it's how long should you meditate for and should you sit up so we believe that at any um, amount of time that you take out of your day to meditate is amazing you should be so proud of yourself that you're actually taking that time to Mm, take care of your mental health, take care of your well-being, all of that thing. So it's amazing that you're even taking two minutes out of your day. But during um, Mindspray, Rochelle told us that the optimal time to meditate is 20 minutes um, because that just really gives you enough time to go deep into your meditation. However, um, some researchers at the University of Waterloo in Canada found out that meditating for just 10 minutes a day was enough to see some significant results so if you're a beginner um, we would definitely like to recommend um, starting with five minutes Mm. and then progressing to a larger time frame when you feel like you're ready 
Yes, definitely. And another thing is I get asked a lot whether it's okay to lie down during meditation. And Rochelle taught us that you should sit up during your meditation because when you lie down, your body and mind associates that with sleep, which makes sense. Makes sense. Um, But I guess it also depends on how sleepy you're feeling before your practice and how experienced you are with meditating. So whenever I do a meditation with my mum, like I'll guide her through, I make her sit up because I know she's the type of person that will just fall asleep straight away um but if you know that you're like you know pretty conscious and you're happy to lie down then you know you do you boo um but yeah I would I definitely, definitely can't lie down <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend just sitting up to begin with um but you want to ensure that your back is against a wall because you don't want to get hu- because you don't want to get like halfway through your practice and be like oh my god my back is sore and then you start focusing on that which we experienced yes we experienced it and then by the end of the week all 12 girls were like wedged up against a wall with the pillows (laughs) yeah um and another thing if you do want to lie down like if you're just the type of person that prefers to lie down I would recommend bending your knees so that your feet like the soles of your feet are still on the floor because that way you won't fall asleep or you shouldn't because you're like concentrating on keeping your legs up and um yeah I can't remember if I mentioned before you always want to keep your spine straight just so that the energy and the breath is flowing through 100 percent Yes. Um, But the next little topic we want to talk about is how to set up a sacred space. So I believe that you can literally meditate anywhere and you don't necessarily need like a specific thing. However, I like to make my practice more of a sacred act and more of like a ritual. Um, So this, the reason I do this is it just makes me so excited. Sorry, I had to have a coughing fit then. I choked on my like saliva. (laughs) Um, So it just makes me so excited to do my meditation practice. And I find that when I do this, there's like a switch in my brain that's like, right, time to meditate compared to if I didn't have any real like trigger point for my brain, I feel as if I would just think it's kind of like time to relax or time to sort of go to sleep. Exactly. Um, But I will say that unless you are doing a sleep meditation, I wouldn't meditate on your bed because your brain already associates that with sleeping and we don't want to fall asleep during our meditation. Um, But I find it so beneficial to have like a specific chair or a specific pillow um, and that to be like your regular meditation spot because, again, it'll be like your trigger point to your brain that it's time to meditate because you're on your meditation cushion. Um, Yeah. But – I wanted us to just create like a short list of things that you may want to include in your meditation ritual. So you can incorporate music and I love to use headphones because it really, Mm. it's just like drowning (laughs) or everything. And I don't use um, words. I use instrumental unless I'm getting um, a guided meditation. Um, And I'm actually such like a classical Mm. fan. Like I... If I didn't do guided meditations, I'd be listening to like piano, cello. Like, Oh, wow. I love it so much. So, yeah, yeah music is a really good bonus. I love just like I'm such just like a rainforest or like a waterfall sort of girl. Like I just put that on and I'm like, ah, zen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love to set the mood with candles or dim light- lighting like I use my salt lamps. Yes, and essential oils is a must. Like frankincense is probably Mm. the biggest one because it's like a really big emotionally um, grounding oil. So putting a drop of 
frankincense on your crown um, and doing a little scent tent so you can rub it on your palms and then inhale it. Obviously, don't inhale any essential oil. <laughs> Have a look and research before you do that. But that is the best. I love to use a blanket during my meditation because um, when you go into a meditative state, your body temperature actually drops. And um, I've heard that some people like to use weighted blankets because it makes you feel like you're more grounded. Um, I yep. Yeah, or another cheap way you can have like your blankie on and then just put like a cushion on your stomach because it does the same sort of effect. Yes, um, and on the same topic of like senses and things like that with essential oils, you can also use um, incense. <laughs> yes, amazing. Um, and as we already mentioned previously, a pillow or a specific chair. Um, and any crystal really that you feel connected with. Amazing. And I always take my journal into my meditation ritual because then if you have any sort of certain emotions or feelings that come up, you can just either write them down or journal it out. Um, And I find that that kind of leaves those sort of emotions and feelings in your practice instead of dragging it with you throughout the day. Yeah. And the last thing that we wanted to talk about is using tarot or oracle cards or like an affirmation deck um, for after your meditation for guidance. And this is really perfect for Shelbs and I who get downloads, who who can connect with um, so many different beings. I guess you could call them beings, spirits, I don't know, spirit guides. Um, Getting that, that deck of clarification they're Mm. all decks of clarification and guidance is really important just to reiterate what you were kind of chatting about in your meditation (laughs) that makes we're just having a chat with our guides (laughs) definitely just trying to make sure that uh, I heard correctly let's pull a card thank you thank you we'd like some more guidance thanks (laughs) yes all righty so we're nearing the end of the episode and we thought that we'd give you some really really good resources for meditation so There are so many beautiful meditation resources that we found. Um, You can literally type in meditation on Google or your app store and it'll come up with so many. But some of um, our favorite resources are obviously the Mindspray website and their YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And just YouTube in general, if you just type in like guided meditation anxiety or guided meditation sleep, like whatever it may be, there's so many free resources on YouTube. So many. And if you're a Spotify user like me, there are so many amazing meditation playlists, um, guided, unguided sounds. Um, if you feel like you want to listen to the like sound healing or the um, like Tibetan bowls or whatever, <laughs> something that raises your frequencies, mm-hmm. there's also playlists with all of that on there as well that I've been listening to before I had Shelby's um (laughs) yeah you trader (laughs) also just a quick side note this is going to be really quickly mum messaged me and she's like I still haven't gotten through the whole episode of Shelby's I'm trying to get through it because she keeps falling asleep so she that That makes me so happy when people message me that I can't get through it. I haven't heard the end. Oh, I love her. Oh, bless. That makes me so happy when people are like, I haven't heard the whole thing. I'm like, yes, I'm doing my job. That's the point. <laughs> um, oh, 
I don't even know where we were up to now. Oh, Insight Timer is the one that I wanted to chat about. So Insight Timer is a beautiful app and it's one that I've been using for so many years. Um, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do like a free trial. I think it was like 30 days or something. Um, but the I just pay for like the premium membership and I think it's like 80 bucks or something for the year. So it's not even like overly expensive when you look into how much you get out of that. Like there's thousands upon thousands of different types of teachers and resources and yeah insight timer is honestly amazing yes and headspace i use this one um and then we also we're talking about another app um in a couple minutes as well but headspace is a really really good app to use when you really need that extra bit of guidance Yes, and I'm just going to mention a touch of clarity Instagram um, because yes. I already released some sound healing um, recordings and I now that the shop's going to be up and running, I'm going to have some more time and I actually um, recorded like a sound healing that's got like a guided meditation over the top so I'm just like editing it and finishing it off but that will be out very soon. I'm going to push you so hard to do guided meditation. I am so excited with my Your- meditation voice. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Um, but the app that I was talking about before that I would mention is um, Calm. Mm. It's like a little blue app and it's got like a cute little calm symbol <laughs> writing. And then that one's really good for meditation as well. And another app that I use, I, it's called Oak. That's yes. also Oak a is really good. good one. A good free resource, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's for free. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. it like, you like grow with um the animal. Oh, it's so cute. Love it. And mm. if you follow Chloe Zabinowski, her app Bloom as well. Mm. Bloom's a good that one. One's, that one's, you have to pay premium. But, but it's still good. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the good. last app that I want to mention is External Sunshine, which is honestly amazing. It's created. I'm going to write that down. Yes, the guy who created it, um, which you should also need to get his name. Um, He is, let me find it while I'm talking because I always forget his name. He's like a singer as well and he does the most beautiful, um, oh, what is it called? Um, He does like the most amazing spiritual kind of songs and stuff. So one of his beautiful songs is called um, Sunflower Soul. Sunflower. I'm trying to find his name. Okay, he's called, I'm going to butcher his name, but I think it's Londrell, L-O-N-D-R-E-L-L-E, however you pronounce that. Um, But, yeah, so I found him through a friend who just played me his song, and it's so beautiful. It's about, like, sunflowers, and it's saying how if you love sunflowers, you can't hate the rain that, like, created the sunflower, and it's really cute. Um. And he's kind of like, he sounds like a rapper, like he's like a hell chilled guy. Anyway, so he created this app and his voice is so relaxing. So there's so many like meditations. Um, there's so many like affirmations or like motivational kind of like, he'll be like a morning motivation. I used to put that on when I was doing my makeup. Like it's really cool. It's such an alternative way of doing meditation, I guess. It's not like your traditional. I love that. Sit down, do this. Yeah, he's cool. I would definitely check him out. Alrighty, well, thank you for listening, guys. That is the end of our intro to meditation episode. So we really do hope that this has taught you a little bit more about meditation um, and that it has sparked your interest to start like a regular meditation practice as well. Just remember that no one's perfect. If you start and you fall off, that's Mm. totally fine. You can just get back on. We've all been Um, there. 
Yeah, definitely. We're there right now. (laughs) I am on that train. I will jump off in a minute and actually start. This is like giving me the inspiration to start doing it again properly. I feel like maybe we should be each other's accountability, like accountable. Yeah. Person. Can we actually? And be like, we should make a little challenge, guys. Mm. You message a person who you want to do this with, and we can be accountability buddies. Yes. Let's Why don't make we it a start, thing. We'll start putting up a poll like every couple of days, being like, "Have you meditated?" And you guys can be like, "Yes or no." We'll keep you accountable. That's a cool thing. I love it. But. Shelbs is now going to read a mini meditation card that she has from one of her favorite meditation books. Um, and I'm actually going to do it with you guys because yes, I, love I that. need a little bit. I'm a bit frazzled today. So <laughs> I love it. So if you're driving, stop listening. Yeah, don't do it. Just let it play and don't actually do it. Um, I'm actually going to do this with you guys. I love it. So I'm really excited as well that we've actually got like an episode that's going to be like an hour and a half long. So thank you if you got all the way through. But I think it's cool because our episodes have been a little bit short lately. Like they've been, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Whereas this is like an in-depth one. So I'm excited. Oh my God, my dog's barking. (laughs) That's all right. It gives a little bit of extra (laughs) background noise. Um, But the book is called Meditation, Your Personal Guide by Jacqueline Towers. And this book is absolutely amazing because it teaches you so much about meditation. And it's one of the first books that I probably ever got. Um, And the thing that I love the most about it is at the back of the book, it comes with seven meditation cards. Um, And I'll take a photo of this because I'm going to read through it quite quickly because I just I know that we've already taken up heaps of your time, um, but I'm going to post the photo on our highlight reel um, and then you can like go back to it, read it yourself and then just like remember the points and do it yourself whenever you've got the time. Okay, so this um, card is a healing meditation. I'm going to record myself. <laughs> Get it, girl. So this meditation can ease worry and be a balm for your soul. It will also enable you to speak to others more clearly and to deal with life more confidently. So I want you to sit quietly, relax, and just close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths, keeping your eyes closed. Now I want you to focus on the top of your head. Ask the universe to send white light and imagine it entering the top of your head. The light flows down into the top of your head, filling every bit of it. Let the light flow down your neck and your throat. Now it's flowing down your shoulders, arms, and fingers. The light is drawn down through your chest. It warms and calms your heart area. Now take the light down through your body and let it flow into your legs and feet. Let the light seep down into the earth so it can ground you. Allow your focus to return to the present and open your eyes. (laughs) I think it's super cute because it's just like a, a short little thing that you can do to just like get yourself like connected in and ground. 
you know, you can ground your energy and start being like, okay. Just doing that, I already miss meditating so much. Mm, yeah, literally. I I'm love- just going to call Shelby and be like, can you meditate <laughs> late, please? I'm like, okay, let's do it. Oh, I'm all zen now. I love it. I know. And these, like you said, this sort of conversation and doing these sorts of things reminds us why we do it. And like the crazy thing is whenever I get disconnected from meditation or journaling or yoga and then I do it again, I'm like, why did I ever stop? Mm. And it's just because you get busy and things get prioritized. I I literally have time. I don't know why I haven't been doing it. All right. This is my vouch. I vouch you all. I am going to start doing it again tomorrow. Let's make a pact tomorrow, even if it's like a 10 minutes once a day. Let's all make a pact here and now that we're going to do it. Okay. Maybe we should post on our stories or something when we do it so then we're actually like accountable. I'm going to do it. All right. Let's make a pact. Pinky swear. Oh, you went for a handshake. I went for a pinky swear. (laughs) Pinky swear. Spit on it. Ew. (laughs) COVID. Okay. Alrighty. Oh, I need to rejig myself. Now I need to get up and cook dinner. Oh, I don't even oh. want to do that anymore. Woo! Oh. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was amazing. I loved that so much. Um, if you have any topics or if you, if um, what we talked about triggered something that you really wanted us to dive deeper into, then just let us know. But um, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Toodles. Oh, why did I say that? (laughs) Every time. Alrighty, so that is the end of our podcast for today. So thank you so much for joining our Divine Discussions. Now, if you want to become a part of our EV fam, please head to at Elan Vitale Podcast on Insta or Facebook. And just as an FYI, we have a new episode releasing every Thursday. Alright, peace out. <laughs>